It's Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. If you're online with family members, not used to being a part of the Pillar community, my name's John. I'm one of the pastors. It's Christmas Day. The world awakes to possibility, to promise the infant child brings. I'm not sure where you are or how you got there or even what you're holding. Maybe Maybe the stockings are still hung by the chimney with care, still stuffed with all the goodness you're hoping to get at soon if I would just move this along. Or maybe, maybe the, the wrapping paper's strewn across the living room floor, the holly nog's been poured, the Christmas casserole's been devoured, or maybe, maybe some version of something else. Wherever you are and however you got there, I'm hoping your heart is open to possibility, to the promise of this child, this this day, this day, this child born to the virgin mother and the unsuspecting father laid in the Bethlehem manger, changing the world with every cry, coo and gurgle, this day, this child born in the shadow of Herod's palace at the time of Caesar's reign would one day see those two on their knees in submission to the one true king, this day. This child, where, where, where heaven and earth commingle, earth wrapped in heaven's embrace, heaven come down to earth this day, this child. I like the way the old preachers and poets talk of the day, the child. This is from Ambrose of Milan, fourth century church father. Open wide your door to the one who comes. Open your soul, throw open the depths of your heart to see the riches of simplicity, the treasures of peace, the sweetness of grace. This day, this child, a 12th century uh, saint, Bernard of Clairvaux, awake, you who lie in the dust, awake and give praise. Behold, the Lord comes with salvation. He comes with salvation. He comes with healing. He comes with glory. Jesus can't come without salvation. Christ can't come without healing, nor the Son of God without glory, for he is salvation, healing, glory this day. This child, uh, John Chrysostom, the great preacher, got into it too. What shall I say? And how shall I describe this birth to you? The ancient of days has become an infant. He who sits upon the exalted and heavenly throne now lies in a manger. He who can't be touched, who is simple without complexity and incorporeal, now lies subject to the hands of men. He who has broken the bonds of sinners is now bound by an infant's bands. He has decreed that shame shall become honor, infamy be clothed with glory, total humiliation, the measure of God's goodness this day, this day. Child, Merry Christmas. I thought it'd be a good idea if you've got the time to listen to the story that inspires the preachers to preach and the poets to write and the singers to sing that awakens our hearts to the possibility, the promise from the Gospel of Luke. And in those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that the whole world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended of the house and family of David. He, he went to be registered with Mary. 
to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child uh, while they were there. The time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and she wrapped him in bands of cloth and she laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Now, in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night, and suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels departed and had gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place that the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And they told them all the things that had been made known to them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed. But Mary pondered these words and treasured them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned to their homes, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been made known to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This day, this child prompts St. Augustine to shout, Awake, humankind, for your sake God has become man. Awake, You who sleep, rise up from the dead, and Christ will enlighten you. Never would you have been freed from sinful flesh had he not taken on himself the likeness of sinful flesh. You would have suffered everlasting unhappiness had it not been for this mercy. You would never have returned to life had he not shared your death. You would have been lost if he had not hastened to your aid. You would have perished had he not come. Let's celebrate the coming of our salvation and redemption this day, this day child. I'll back off on borrowing from all the sermons past if you'll spend a few minutes with me with a sermon now. I want to return to a phrase in Luke's gospel chapter 2 verse 6. While they were there, the time came. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and she wrapped him in bands of cloth and she laid him in a manger. That phrase, the time came. I suppose on a sort of surface level, Luke is merely acknowledging the eventuality of a successful pregnancy. The time came for her to deliver. It had been nine months, 40 weeks. The angel announcement left Mary's heart spinning and Joseph's mind reeling, but the bump, the sure reminder, it wasn't a dream. The The fatigue that only a pregnant mother can know. The sure announcement, this is happening. This is real. The swollen ankles and the insatiable appetite announcing he's on his way. The the time came. 
I suppose Luke on one level is simply naming the biological hope of a healthy pregnancy. But I wonder if he's playing just a little. I wonder if he's pushing, prodding, poking, messing around with us just a bit. If you're willing to let me be a little tedious, that phrase, the time came, can be fulfilled more literally when the days were fulfilled. The days were fulfilled. What days? Maybe Luke wants us to go back to the very beginning when the days were made, the first day light, the second day seas, the third day land. And when God saw everything that he had made, indeed, it was very good. The days, like those first days with creation's blessing, good, made, good, again, the days were fulfilled. Or maybe, and maybe, Luke wants us to go to Genesis 3, after the first woman and the first man, duped by that serpent, took of the fruit and ate from the tree they were told not to touch. And God said to that same serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between her offspring this day, this child, and yours. He will strike your head. The days, like those days in Genesis 3 when God announced war on evil and sin and brokenness in the whole world, now sends his son to accomplish his victory. The days were fulfilled. Maybe, maybe Luke wants us to go back to Abram when God showed up and said, let's bless the world, the days. Or when, or when Isaiah shouted, look, the virgin shall conceive, the days. Or, or, or when the prophet proclaimed, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, the days were fulfilled. Not just the days of Mary's pregnancy, but all God intended from the very beginning when he announced good, made good again in Jesus Christ. The days were fulfilled. Certainly on one level, the days were fulfilled as an announcement of God's intentions being realized in Jesus Christ and allowing us to reorient ourselves to our days. If the days are fulfilled, you can give yourself to the work of the day, not trapped by a past you can't change or consumed by a future you can't control. If the days are fulfilled, you can avail yourself to God's purposes here and now with you rather than trying to manage, manipulate, and control your life into something you think is valuable. If the days are fulfilled... You can open your hands and open your heart to go the way of the Christ child. Humility, generosity, self-giving, grace. The days are fulfilled. I like the way Mary Oliver puts it in that poem. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? If the days are fulfilled, live your wild and precious life. Mother Teresa once said, never worry about numbers. Help one person at a time and always start with the person nearest you. If the days are fulfilled, you can because they are. Wendell Berry, poet, every day do something that won't compute. Love the Lord, love the world, work for nothing, take all that you have and be poor. Love someone who doesn't deserve it. You can if the days are fulfilled. Love, serve, give, offer, be generous, cry, laugh, laugh out loud, pursue life. The days are fulfilled. If I can reduce this to a palatable bite, it's like watching a movie you love. Maybe you watched a few this Christmas season. You, you, you watch the same movie and you still 
Your heart still skips a beat at the scary parts, and you still cry at the sad parts, and yet you know how it goes. The days are fulfilled. Uh, we began our Advent journey several weeks ago now. I realize this is Christmas. Yes, I'm going back to Advent. We began our Advent journey around that phrase, how beautiful the world could be. Uh, borrowed from the title of a book, How Beautiful the World Could Be, borrowing from a story told by Viktor Frankl, 20th century Austrian psychiatrist, also Nazi death camp survivor. One evening, when we were already resting on the floor of our hut, dead tired, soup bowls in hand, a fellow prisoner rushed in and asked us to run out to the assembly grounds and see the wonderful sunset. Standing outside, we saw sinister clouds glowing in the west and the whole sky alive with clouds of ever-changing shapes and colors from steel blue to blood red. The desolate gray mud huts provided a sharp contrast while the puddles on the muddy ground reflected the glowing sky. Then, after minutes of moving silence, one prisoner said to another, How beautiful the world could be. Advent says, How beautiful the world could be. And Christmas responds, Oh, it is. It's so beautiful. The days are fulfilled. So live, love, serve, give, laugh, shock the world with kindness. The days are fulfilled. What are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child. So come to the table. Come to the table. Feast to your heart's delight. If you believe Jesus is Lord and acknowledge him as Savior, come to the table. If you're not at that place, if you got wrapped into this online service, thanks for bearing with us this long, think about it, to take some time at some point to reflect, what, what, what does matter to you? What does make your days matter? For those who choose, come as you're ready.